welcome to the Madge and Mastro podcast. Hey, oh, welcome to the Madge and Mastro podcast. My name is Madge. And I'm Mastro. Mastro, April 2nd, we've completed huh. the mission that is the month of March. Yep. And we're we're chugging right along towards summer here in Quebec. Bit of a chilly Marching week. along, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't even, that wasn't even intentional. We're off to a fantastic right. start here today. <laughs> uh, so I want to ask you very quickly, April Fool's yesterday. We're kind of oh, past yeah. the point where we care about April Fool's. I don't know about you. Saw yeah, a couple no, it's, of it's, things yeah. on social media, but nothing that really moved the needle for me. Um, mm-hmm. So my question is, if you can think back in your memory box and find any good stories of pranks that were well executed or even not well executed that you want to share uh, with the fans today. Yeah, good question. April Fool's. Yeah, as kids, we used to, we used to, I guess, care about this a little bit more, but as uh, functional adults, well, for the most part, we, uh, yeah, we kind of let it slide a little bit, I guess. We don't really do it anymore. If I have to look back, and I'm trying to think of things that I could actually say on the air, you know, because like, there, there's a few things that are a little risque, put it that way. Right. So we'll avoid those. But no, I'm thinking, I'm thinking actually back to high school. So usually sec five, right? End of the year, maybe last day of classes, you know, you're out of there. You're not coming back. You tend to maybe do some wild stuff. I'm thinking back to when we're actually in sec four, but the year above us, a year our senior, they were, uh, they decided to go down to the parking lot, a uh, teacher's parking lot. And you know, those little sticky notes, those yellow sticky notes, they right. covered one of the teacher's cars completely with sticky notes. And I mean, covered, you could not see a lick of paint on that thing anymore. Uh I thought that was hilarious. I mean, like I had to pick them all off. Uh, I mean, poor guy, but he had to pick them all off. There was another time, uh, I think same year where one of the teachers had a motorcycle and and like four or five guys literally just picked it up, lifted it and moved it behind a dumpster. That's how you get, that's how you cause a teacher to have a heart attack. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. That's, but that's how you get stuff done. Well, anyone, that's not just kids, a teacher, man. but anyone. Yeah, exactly. For sure. You have a bike, so if you know, I, you know if, exactly. If I yeah. lost my, if I just did not see my bike where I left it anymore, I, I, I'd have some choice words. Yeah, that, that sticky note one is good. Uh, definitely harmless, but also a, a nuisance for the person who gets hit with that oh, prank. Yeah. Uh, a classic that we have to tell on the podcast is one once upon a time, me and Edgar Z took the long trek out to Laval East to come see you. And we decided to screw with you a little bit. So Edgar Z, without hesitation, got in the trunk of my first car, <laughs> oh, yeah. my beige grandma Corolla, <laughs> hops in the trunk of the car. And I drove, maybe the rest of the street was maybe the length of a football field. And he's rolling around in the back, yeah. yelling and swearing at me. <laughs> but it was all worth it because when we pulled up to your house, uh, I think I must have said something like uh, he couldn't come or he was coming on his own. I can't remember what excuse I gave yeah, you. Yeah. And I just said, yo, like go in the back of the car and uh, grab the goalie gear that I brought to go play street hockey with. And no hesitation, you go to the back. I pop the trunk. And what do you see when you pop the trunk? Not goalie gear, but Edder Z who pops out. And sends you flying backwards. Uh, he likes to say that you broke the record for long jump. I did. I, you, I, I, I for sure did. You, I, you, you jumped when that happened. I broke the record for long jump jumping backwards. So that was definitely a classic. Uh, definitely good times when we were back when we were able to hang out together, right? It seems so long ago now. Yeah. This is a fun podcast. We're not going to dwell on that. We got a lot to talk about today. That's right. Uh, That's a, lot right. Of, a lot of stuff going on in the world of sports, but we want to start off with a little pranking history if you will so mastro let's get right into it 
It's time for this week's Big Brashole. All right, ladies and gents, time for the Big Brashole. Uh, Madge, this week, you ready? We got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, plenty to talk about Mastro. One of the first things I wanted to mention was how bad our brackets turned out. And it wasn't even a full oh, bracket. It was literally it was half bracket. Sweet 16. Actually, half no. bracket. Like a quarter it's, bracket. It was like a quarter bracket. It was worse. Oh. Yeah, it did not go well. I got in my I got in my own way by taking Oregon over Gonzaga. That was a huge mistake. I will blame my fiance for that one. Yeah, she likes ducks. Vehemently pounding the table for the ducks. But I did have the other side, Houston Baylor. That should be a fun matchup. And yours somehow was even worse than mine. Oh, botched. I brutal. I, all I have left is Gonzaga. I, I had that UCLA literally uh, busted everything I could have possibly had. Right. Uh, I I thought Villa would have made it, and they almost did. They almost did. They had the game, and then I believe it was like the third end of the third. Well, the second half, whatever. Just they blew it. They totally blew it. They had right. the game, and the second half, they totally blew it against Baylor. Uh, Houston-Syracuse was going to be close anyway, so it was 50-50 personally. But I, I don't know. UCLA, uh, And wow. we uh, we did our picks live, too, that day yeah. in our Instagram stories. Follow us on Instagram at Madge Podcast. And I had picked UCLA on the podcast, and then I got in my own head again and yep. went chalk with the Alabama you pick. switched it. And you switched it. They proved me wrong. So UCLA was, I told you, I was I the only you. upset. I I texted you. You got to stay with your gut. We have this. And after you texted me that Alabama made a run, and then it was that was a crazy game down to the wire. That was a, that was uh, what, a, that was a sick game. Probably the best game of the tournament. So now we got oh, easily Gonzaga UCLA, which seems yeah. like a mismatch on paper, but as we've seen all tournament, wow. uh, we we don't that doesn't mean anything now. Nothing is guaranteed. And on the other side, uh, a, a heavyweight matchup between Baylor and Houston. So what's your gut feeling going into the weekend? Okay, so I'm going to start with Gonzaga-UCLA. I, I personally don't have a choice but to go with with, with the Zags because I this is the only one left in my the actual number, original. The first overall no, season in the entire tournament. I have no choice because they're the only one left that was in my right. original bracket. Yeah, so I okay, have to yeah. go with them. In the original you know, bracket, the other three, we both had I, Gonzaga going to the final. But did you have right. them winning in the ESPN bracket? I have them winning. I have I have okay. Gonzaga winning in the ESPN and our our quarter whatever our, our quarter bracket. Whatever so we technically, did, you're still alive. Well, for the win, yeah, I'm still alive. The, the I mean, that's all you really need. System, is that, I'm, yeah, yeah, but the point system, I'm pretty sure I'm still out no matter what because everybody is, picked Gonzaga to win. Exactly. Yeah, everyone took the Zags with the season they're having. It would be interesting to see if they can pull off the perfect season, which hasn't happened since the late '70s, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Nice. Yeah, I, you I really had, Are you going Zags? Yeah, I got to go with Zags. I mean, the Pac-12 yeah, has uh, been amazing in this tournament, and UCLA is a fantastic story. A lot of people arguing that UCLA is not a Cinderella team because they have the most, I believe, national championships of any program true, in college true. basketball, but a bit of a yep. different story when you're seated 11th uh, compared to back then when they were, you know, even as recently as the years when they had Kevin Love and Russell Westbrook, that wasn't a mm-hmm. Cinderella team. That was a star-studded that roster. Was a stacked team. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'll go Zags and I'll go uh, go Baylor. I mean, the two one okay, well, season is generally you, how it works you, out. Hold on, you you had Baylor though in your bracket going all the did way. I, I believe I did. Well, in the little mini bracket we did. Yeah, in my actual bracket, bracket I had, you had yeah. Illinois. So you we have, won't go back. Uh, yeah, into you that. had Illinois. We're not going to go back there. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. We we're not going to touch there. that. No, no. But in our mini bracket, you had Baylor all the way. So at least we we both have our our key players remaining. 
But I had a uh, St. Patrick's Day final with the Ducks in their green and their and the Baylor Bears in their green. That's not gonna happen. Uh, Yeah, if I just go based on what I've seen, I gotta go Zags, Baylor, and I do believe Baylor can give them a run for their money. I don't know if they'll pull it off. Gonzaga looks too strong. Drew Timmy, you love that. I know you love that guy. That's your kind of guy. I love Timmy. That's definitely my kind of guy. Continuing to cement himself as a lottery pick. Yeah, Baylor's got too many names. Too many names. So who, what's, what are you saying? You're saying Zags Baylor uh, well, also? You got Houston? I don't know. I, see, after I saw the Houston-Syracuse game, I am on the fence with this one because Baylor is a, is a total powerhouse offensively. But again, I'm, I have this, this hard-on for defense, and Houston played really, really good defense against Syracuse. So you know what? For the sake of my gut feeling, I'm going to go Houston-Gonzaga final with Gonzaga winning. All right, I like that. Yeah, Houston. I'll give Houston. Go ahead. Definitely one of the most. Yeah, I was just gonna say one of the most efficient teams coming into this. But Baylor, you can't. People forget that Baylor was what twenty five and zero or whatever it was. Yeah, they started losing a couple games into the year. They dealt with COVID issues, so this is not a team that's coming out of nowhere. They're a number one seed for a reason, and they could have easily been in the same position as the Zags. That would have been something if both these teams would have headed. You know into this final four undefeated, but alas, that's not going to happen. So you got Houston, Gonzaga. I got Gonzaga, yeah. Baylor. We'll see who's right. Yeah. Ultimately, probably always going to be wrong as we have been up to this point. Oh, so we Gonzaga's this, not even going to win. Watch this. Right. Yeah, UCLA will blow up, blow it up in our faces once it's again. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. So we talked about the schedule for this weekend, Mastro. I want to talk to you about another yeah. schedule very quickly. The NFL announcing what we already knew, that it was heading to a 17-game schedule. I... Yeah. I believe you have some beef with that. Not happy. Not happy, man. I'm not happy. And what's, I'll tell you what's your why. issue? I'll tell with you that. why. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, great. We get to watch an extra game. Woo. All right. Wonderful. But if you're gonna make a change like this for me personally, make it significant. Give me give me like 24 games or something. Fuck give me give me 30 games. Give me th- I know I saw games. your face. I saw your face. I saw your face and, and, and give me a second. Give me a second. They don't even play 24 give, games with the playoffs. Give me a second. Give me a second. All right. I, I know where you're going with this because I saw right. your face and you 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 flipped uh you flipped the third. All right. I I, I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's hear I'll, I'll let you explain yourself, but from. I have a feeling it's let not me, gonna make me, sense. Let, it won't, it won't, not to you at least. It only makes sense in my head, but 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 hear me out. So you want to add a game, fine. So my my first uh, I guess my first reservation for that is what do we do for stats now? Cause there's an extra game here. So like, do we have start a whole new era of, of records and stuff? Cause there's an extra game. Like if a guy beats the, you know, most yards or most running yards in a season, you know, cause of that extra game, what, like what now? Like it just, it, it totally, if you're going to make a change like that, start a whole new era of stat taking with a significant amount of more games. Don't just add one puny little game, which barely changes anything. What you get to play one extra team outside of your division. Cause you can't play another one inside the division. Right. Right. Cause then it would be an unfair well, my mix answer, against my quick you know, answer to that is I was reading about this very thing the other day. And when the NFL went from 14 to 16 games, I believe it was in the 80s or it was at least 30 years ago or so. Yeah. It took about six to seven years for season records to be broken, except for the passing yards record, which was broken two years after the the two games were added. Granted, this was a different era of football. Yeah. And we see guys' numbers they're putting up this year. But Mastro, I mean, that's not why they did this. It has nothing to do with the reasoning behind it. You're worried about something that's 
uh, aesthetic, if you ask me. I mean, yeah, if a guy breaks a record, great, but we're going to know he did it during a 17-game season. And just before we get into it even deeper, I wouldn't be surprised if we end up at 18 at some point because of the fact that the games are they're uneven now. So you're going to have a 9-8 and eight team or 8-9 and nine yeah, team, which is exactly. very weird because no other league does that. Exactly. But eventually we'll get to 18, I think. Okay, but why eventually? Um, why eventually? You can, they, you know, this is all collectively bargained. They got one game. You saw oh, players complaining about it. You're asking a lot of the guys to put their bodies on the line for an extra two weeks. Granted, they're getting paid a lot of money to do I mean, so. Look, if you're gonna ask for that kind of money, you're gonna play more. Like, I'm sorry. I agree. Yeah, I have How a problem with it from that well, sense. Guess what? The entertainment value has to go up too. So. Well, I'm happy there's one less preseason game. I'd rather watch the regular season game. Uh, this also gives teams that are on the bubble an extra week to try and squeak into a playoff spot maybe so it'll make playoff races perhaps more interesting bottom line it's It's just the week is different if you ask me i guess i i understand where you're coming from with the you know i don't like it i don't like like it 30 games games. there's my pitch 30 games it would take you an entire calendar year to do 30 games i mean oh yeah ready ready for this two games a week two games a week jeez and you want the two quality to go up? How is it going to go up when these guys can't even walk after week four? Well, it's a football game, man. It's a football game. Mastro, these guys are destroyed after Sunday. They don't They don't go to practice on Monday. They take the day off. Exactly. Take Monday they, off, practice Tuesday, Wednesday, la- play Thursday. Take and you saw Friday what happened off, last practice year. Saturday. <sighs> they did everything on Zoom. And guys, there was less injuries, and the and the the product in the field was not hurt. If anything, it was better. Okay, so why are you adding an extra game if if there's all this Zoom? Wait, wait till you normalize before making changes like this. Then this was coming no? regardless, and the the way things are the way things are in America, it's like coronavirus never happens. So I'm not I'm sorry, I'm not buying your argument. First of all, 24 games is is ludicrous to suggest. Not, Anything over 20 really games not. is ridiculous. No. This is not soccer. It's not hockey. It's not any other sport. These guys are, their bodies are destroyed after uh, one week. They only have one bye week to begin with, which you're suggesting. You add a bye week. You add an extra bye week. All right. You're, you're, you're crazy, man. You, yeah, you I'm, think, I'm you crazy, think, but I thought about it. You think these guys are going to go play 24 games that complain about playing 17 games? I'll play the 24 games. Give me the money. All right. Stop being, uh, stop being a wuss about it. Stop being a wuss about it. <laughs> Play the games. What do you want? Okay, I, wa- I want you to go say that to some offensive linemen when you have the chance. I would. I would. I'll go say it. I swear to God, I'll right. say it. Give me that okay. paycheck. Give me that paycheck. I'll play as many you games out, as you want. Because you know you can outrun them. <laughs> Maybe I, not. I don't you, know, man. Did mind you, you see even what? that. Hold some on. of these no, guys no, no, can no, no, run. No. Have, did you see when Wirfs ran the, the 40? I think he did yeah, it in four point eight. I take back what I said. Uh, those guys could probably outrun run take circles around you. You're you're asking a lot from no, I get where you're, I I'm get just they're saying, get, they're I'm just saying for that kind of money, for that kind of money, I I I literally I I play every position. Like I, I don't know. I know. Like, I, I I get your point, but you're taking it to an extreme that is unrealistic. So yeah, and and you know what, Master, you would have to eat a lot more than you already eat because you do eat a lot as it is. I've seen you inhale uh, amounts of food that. Uh, a, a vacuum cleaner could not sustain. <laughs> I've seen you do things that have literally put looks of fear and shock into the eyes of innocent waiters and waitresses across the city of Montreal. <laughs> the reason I bring all this up is I was watching the basketball game the other night and I was having some chips. I'm a big fan yeah. of chips, obviously. You know how I am with chips. I'm the chip guy. I used to stack chips. I still get made fun of it to this day. 
Ladies, they probably made more money in that part-time job than most people I know did. Wait, stacking wait, groceries ladies and gentlemen, for a moment here, I just want you to know that Madge is the sole reason why your bag of chips are half empty and it's half air. Just tell me right now, <laughs> that's his fault. He's the reason for that. Yeah, I'm the reason that uh, they only put 400 grams into a one. Well, not even less than that. We're not going to get into that argument now. <laughs> Anyways, I was eating the. Ch- I was eating my chips. I think I was having some all-dressed chips or whatever it was. Yeah. And I started thinking like chips, obviously a very versatile snack food for all sports. Yeah. But I feel like some sports, there's food pairings that go better uh, with some sports than other sports. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like uh, barbecue is great with football, obviously with tailgating. Chili and uh, the Super Bowl, man. Hockey and beer is not like Canadian beer. You got to go with yeah. Canadian beer when you're watching hockey. Yeah. Anyways, so I was just curious yeah. if you had any like elite combos that you wanted to throw out there mm. for the people as we kind of wrapped up the big brush hole for this week, which is named after food. So what's, what's, your, what's your go-to... Like, I'm going to tell you a bit of a funny story before you, I let you say that. Hit me, yeah. Very, okay, very randomly, for some reason, I don't know why. I don't know if she was just screwing with me growing up, if it was just mere coincidence. But for some reason, every time the Habs had a big game, like a big, big regular season game, and sometimes in the playoffs too, I'm like, oh, sick, like huge game tonight. We're going to go crazy. I'm going to have chips. I'm going to have beer, whatever. And then, and this is still when I was living at my parents' place, for some yep. reason, always, my mom would make salmon. And it was such a, like, I can eat salmon all day, but it was such a buzzkill before a big hockey game (laughs) to have a slab of pink fish put in front of you. And it just like, when you go to a, when you go to a Habs game or a Leafs game, you're not stopping at a, at a fish restaurant to have salmon. We've done sushi. That was a big mistake. That was a wolf. We'll save that for a a terrible mistake. We'll save that for another time. So I just, that kind of got me thinking about that, you know, part of my past, but so what's your go-to, like, what's your elite combo? You can go sport by sport. I don't know how you want to break this down. I mean, look, I'll, 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 I'll I'll lay it out pretty quick here. Um, Hockey is definitely beer. I'm not that picky on like it being Canadian beer though. Like I I don't see my, personally, I don't see myself like cracking a Molson or something for a game. I'll, I'll pick just whatever I like, but definitely beer with either, uh, either like, you know those like a uh, mixed nuts bags yeah, there, whatever. Yeah. Called? I don't know why. Mili but... Mello. Is yeah, that what it is? that's it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly the bag. Uh, right. I don't know for some reason like that just clicks for yeah. yeah for hockey. I don't know. I don't know. But you, you for you, chips hockey. Well, that, that's my your problem match. is that chips. Uh, I'll eat chips for anything. Like I'll I'll eat chips watching wait, 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 uh, C-SPAN. You know dip? what I mean? Chips and dip or just the not chips? A big, not a big or dip guy. Dip? I don't no, know. Not not a big dip guy. You don't like the dip. I mean, if I'm buying a barbecue chip, I don't feel the need to dip it. Maybe if you got Tostitos, oh, so Tostitos you buy flavored dip. stuff. You buy flavored stuff then. Yeah, like that, I mean, that getting... Ruffles all dressed kind of stuff. Yeah, Ruffles all dressed, barbecue. Oh, the, the wavy good. chips are my go to. I've been on a bit of a wavy kick. Yeah. Uh, just regular wave, wavy or wave original. Right yeah. yeah. The crunch, yeah. You, can't, you can't go wrong. That's true. That's true. But yeah, um, we were talking about, okay. we were talking about like chili and stuff like that. Chili and the Super Bowl. Just the Super Bowl. Yeah, I won't have chili for but football, that's, but, but that's an easy one. Like you're, you watch, I know you watch a lot of soccer. So when you're Soccer's watching Inter, tough though. I mean, when I'm watching Inter, it's the thing is it's an afternoon thing because they're they're playing can, out in Italy. So like in the afternoon, right. it's like two, two, three, four in the afternoon. It's right before but you're supper. Rocking a bowl of pasta. Like what are you doing? Well, no, because it's right before supper. I'm not going to spoil okay. my supper. It, 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 it's a tough time. That's the thing. So if well, I'm, like if I have said, anything, uh, if like I we said at the beginning of this, you can eat. As much oh, as you eat, want. Yeah, no, I can so, eat. I'm, if I'm eating pasta right before I'm about to have more pasta, it's it's a bit redundant, though. You know, I, mean, I, I find soccer doesn't have a for me. It doesn't have like I just watch. Uh, however, if I'm at my nonna's for some reason, it means I'm having ice cream. Okay, 
If, if I'm watching the game with my no, no, we're have yeah, Napolitan, but I, 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 I usually get pistachio ice cream actually. Oh yeah, favorite, favorite. Yeah, we talked about pistachios already on the podcast. We're big fans. Yeah, I believe my mom made some pistachio cake that I referred to. Oh, so yeah, I'm gonna grab some it. when I go. I gotta get and me maybe some next that. time you're watching whatever sporting event, maybe this weekend or uh, baseball season just started, you can rock some of the pistachio cake with some. Uh, oh yeah, some Actually, of that Napolitan at Nuno's house. You say that now. I just bought since since the MLB starting. I believe it's it's today. You no, know? oh well, yeah, yesterday. Yeah, yesterday uh, opening day. Uh, I bought some pistachios and sunflower seeds. I'm good to go. Oh yeah, you're gonna have shells all over your room. That's why I have hamsters. Uh, uh, I just pop them in the cage. Paisano preference. All right, Mastro. Time for another edition of Paisano preference. We're going back to the ice for this one. So instead of doing a power ranking system because we were too lazy to come up with power rankings this week, we decided yep. to be very general and broad with it. But I, I like the topic you came up with. Uh, we're going to go ahead and pick the division you prefer backing the rest of the season and into the cup final. So which division do you see coming out with a champion in 2021? I'm going to go East Division. I I was stuck no Leafs, between huh? them. No Leafs. I was stuck between them and the North, funny enough. Ah, uh, you know, in, in the pit of your stomach, you just, you just feel like something's not going to happen, even though it should. And I feel like the North based on what's going, what's gone on so far should probably end up with a, a, a few cup contenders, not just one. I just, I, ah, my gut's telling me, no, my gut's telling me the East based on the teams. Look at the are, top you four right do, now. are you trying to do some reverse psychology to propel the Leafs oh, into I see where you're going. Uh, a year where you're not you're picking up the pieces of your heart all over the floor and like now. you do most years. Okay. Is. Yeah. Well, see, thing is, if I do reverse psychology, I'm helping you too. So I wouldn't want to do that. Fair enough. Carry on. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. So you look at the four teams at the top right now. You got Caps, Isles, Pens, Bruins. Next is the Flyers, but they're absolute garbage right now. And this is the worst yeah, time they're to be trash. Yeah. Um, but Caps, Isles, Pens, Bruins. Only one out of those four who hasn't won a cup in the last 10 years is the Isles. Right? And the Pens have won it twice. So four out of the last 10 went to this division. And it's these top four. And the Isles are a damn good team. I don't know if you watched them lately, but they're solid. And they still have the best fourth line in the league. So I'm just going to go out and say it and be like, these teams just know how to win. You know, Stanley Cup starts, playoffs start. It's a brand new season and everything is different. The whole dynamic of the game changes and these teams know how to win games in the playoffs. I just feel like one of these guys is going to pull it off. Yeah, the Islanders don't get the respect I feel it deserve. They have one of the best coaches in the league last year. Also, yeah. Went to the conference final, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. And ran into with the juggernaut Tampa Bay Lightning, obviously. But yeah. we've seen this over the course of history that teams that get, you know, that whole saying, you have to learn to lose before you win, all that. But uh, I'm still going to go ahead and disagree with you, Mastro, for a couple of reasons. Of course, of um, course. The Islanders lost Anders Lee to the, for the season. That's their captain. It's tough when you lose a guy of that stature to, to go on a True. kind of run that you're you're describing. We saw it last year with Steven Samkos out for Tampa. But, you know, and you lose Steven won. Samkos, you have Kucherov, you have Hedman, you have Vasilevsky. Those guys are major award winners at the positions they play. Bit of a different situation in, in on the island. Same thing in Nets for those teams like Washington. I'm not convinced Vitek Vanacek uh, or... Uh, Samsonov or uh, Varlamov or Sorokin for for the Islanders or even Pittsburgh, I'm least confident in because of uh, Jerry and the Smith. We haven't mm -hmm. seen anything from them yet to to you know give reason to believe that they're going to go anywhere. 
Anyways, I hate break down your whole division, but I'm just going to go ahead and take the central. I've been on the Carolina bandwagon all year. They've yeah. proved me right so far. Uh, they're sitting one point out of first in the central. They got a game in hand over Tampa. Florida just lost Aaron Eckblad for the year, so they're pretty much out of it, but they were looking good too. <laughs> yeah. And Tampa Bay is still the defending Stanley Cup champion, and they're going to get Kucherov back for the playoff run. So I don't know how you bet against that division. I like that we both avoided Colorado Vegas. Uh, I think we're both on the yeah. same page that those teams are not there not overrated not right there now, yet. but they're just something not that's yet. not right. Yeah. So I'm going to go central. Uh, I think I'm right. I think you're wrong. No. Okay. The other thing here is we haven't reached the trade deadline yet as well. So maybe there's, there's something, some stirrings going on and that might change the whole dynamic I guess, here. But I guess another question before you, sorry to control a, a quick, quick question I want to ask you is of the, of the bubble teams in those divisions, okay. who do you have more faith yeah. in? Like I know Boston is hard to go against. But you got well, to choose between the, you know Boston. The, the three, the three that 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 I were I was really sort of keying on were Caps, Pens, Bruins. More Pens and Bruins because, like you said, that my, I also feel like the Caps goaltending situation is not at the level it needs to be to win enough playoff games to even make it. I, I think maybe the conference final at most. But it's more that I'm heavy on the Pens, Bruins because those teams just know how to find wins. You know, yeah, okay, the Smith and Jerry have not looked great, but they still find wins. The Bruins. I'd be scared. Bruins in the playoffs, you always got to be scared. And I'm not just saying that because I'm, I'm, I'd love, you know, I'm, I like the Leafs. And yeah, we're that's both a biased fear when it comes that, to that's Boston. That's a nice but, on my own. But yeah. uh, that team in the playoffs, stay away. Stay away. They are always dangerous. I don't care who they have, who they don't have. And in your case, for the Central, I, I just play the odds that like you have Tampa, which is an absolute contender. But after that, I find everything falls out. Carolina, I, I have not seen in the playoffs in a while. I don't know if they can handle the playoffs because it's been a while. So I'm worried about that. I can play the injury card with Ekblad as you did with, uh, what's his name, with uh, with Anders Lee. Anders so Lee, I, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It, yeah, if I'm, I'm, play, if I'm, I'm going with the teams that have like the, the the division that has more capable teams as opposed to just relying on Tampa. Let's yeah, say. you're playing. You're yeah, you're playing the odds. I get it. It's a smart play. My one thing that I would be wary of in your division in the East, uh, Philly does, is not even sure what's happening with Carter Hart anymore. Right. The Rangers have been up and down all season. The Devils have seemingly played well only against Boston, but then against other teams, they can't seem to figure it out. And Buffalo, congrats to Buffalo. I guess we're finally winning a game and oh, finally breaking yeah. the losing streak. Yeah, slow Congratulations. Slow yeah. Buffalo. Some Woo. applause for Buffalo after being the flex and the flop on, uh, was it last week or two weeks ago's episode? <laughs> yeah, a couple weeks ago. The, te- the team that would scare me, surprisingly, if um, especially specifically in my division, is Chicago. Uh, Patrick oh, Kane in the playoffs. No. I know I know it seems far-fetched, no. but there's always a team that randomly goes on a run. We saw, we see it every year. We're watching it in March Madness. We've seen it in every every single year. We didn't think Columbus was going to win a game against Tampa a few years ago. I know. And look what happened. We you didn't think, win, you know. You got to win the Stanley Cup, not just the series. I know, but what I'm saying, but what I'm saying, my whole, my only thing is, as we wrap this up, is if, is one, of the, if one of those teams, one of those surprise teams yeah. goes on a bit of a run, yeah. Then they're going to be the the weaker link in a in a matchup against the champion of the North Division or the champion right. of um the West Division. About West, yeah. So if if I'm just saying if one of the if in our divisions that we're talking about, because in the other divisions, I mean St. Louis maybe Minnesota has cap resolve. If you shut that guy down in the playoffs, I don't see them doing much. I think they're done. Arizona's yeah. trash. The Kings are overrated. And in the North, same thing. Like Montreal sitting in fourth right now. They'll probably pick up points because they have so many games to make up. But if Edmonton yeah. is your fourth seed in the North, you could still see Edmonton winning that division yeah. and having a chance against some of the teams we've discussed. So that's all I'm saying. 
We just got to be wary of those. No, I, I get it. But the, 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 the thing for me is, you know, let's say the Blackhawks do make a run for it. I feel like if they run into the pens or the Bruins, well, that's where the puck stops. So, so which team would you, let's just, as we wrap this up, I want to see which team yeah. or would you put in that division, in your division at the top of the list as the one that you want to back the entire way. I'm putting you on the spot a bit here. I didn't ask you before. Entire I this way, pick. It, yeah. Yeah. No, no, I know. If I had to back based I guess on three teams, yeah, I'd have to go Bruins based on the overall quality. Of no, 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 the team. no, no. I'm talking about the three teams you mentioned: Washington Islanders, Pittsburgh, the top teams in your division. Yeah, that you're, oh, you're the backing top three, or you could say well, Boston. No, no, see, if you the, want, the, but the, I mean, your whole ones, argument no, was the, the top. No, but my argument was that Caps, Pens, Bruins are the ones that have proven that their their game in the playoffs is is a level higher. So that's what I'm saying. So which so which of those teams would you want I'd to back? back? The Bruins. I'd back the Bruins based on the overall offense, defense, goaltending, the, just overall cleanliness okay, so of their could, game. They're, they're, you they're could shut see down. all four of those teams making a run. Then I can, and the Isles would be my wild card as Carolina is yours, right? Okay, because they they haven't guess- really made it to a final you know you kind of have the edge in a sense that you have four teams that you believe in that division could go far yeah i've only got two but i've got a defending champion and i think True. probably the, the best roster or one of the best rosters in the league save for the goaltending position position in carolina so we'll see what happens uh, we've, picked, we've, we've picked our paisano preference for the week let's move it right along Fratelli Flex and Flop. Okay, Mastro, time for another edition of the Fratelli Flex and Flop. This week, you have the honor of the flex, and I'll be flopping someone. So let's get right into it. Who you got this week for the flex? Flex time. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to go with the... This is a weird one. Bear with me. The fans of the Texas Rangers. All right. Again, oh, here we with go. Me. so recently for uh, earlier this week for Monday, uh, Monday's exhibition game the Rangers had at home, they opened up the stadium to allow up to four forty thousand five hundred uh, fans, you know, uh, people in the stands. They, they allowed buying tickets and stuff. Only just under thirteen thousand showed up, and they were all spread out all over the the you know the seats. And uh, there was a New York Times uh, article about it because they they had asked, uh, you know, they had asked season ticket holders. They had asked people who were ready to watch games, ready to buy tickets or who had tickets reserved and stuff. They asked them, like, you know, did you go? Did you not go? A lot of people just said, no, they don't want to go because they don't think it's safe yet. They want to keep the pandemic in mind. They want to stay home safe until they know, at least with a lot more certainty, that gathering in groups is not as dangerous, if at all. So I was a bit shocked. And like, we all know what's going on in the US right now. It's not it's not great, you know, but to see this for people who have been waiting for baseball for God knows how long, I mean, waiting to actually watch it live to say, and I know it's an exhibition game, right? But, you know, these are people who had season tickets on top of it too, who just said, no, nah, I'll wait. And they could have gone to the game. So I don't know. I think that says a lot about people showing responsibility right now and, and taking the initiative to realize that, you know, it's not the end of the world if you wait a bit longer to watch your games. It'll, it'll come back. It'll happen. But I'm really glad to see. And that's why I gave them the flex is the, the, the fans literally said, I don't stay home. I, I don't want to take the, the risk, you know, instead of going out, uh, being in a large group. Because uh, despite the number of seats that are available, 40,000 uh, 40, or 40,000, it's a lot of people. People are going to be way too close to each other. I think they did the right thing. And the 12,900 that did show up were very well spread out, masks on. So I think it's just a great job all around. That That's my flex. I was very surprised when you told me about this because yeah. when it was announced that the team 
would allow the stadium to be full, and we don't have the numbers uh, for the opening day attendance uh, yeah, as yeah. as as of recording here, but yeah. uh, or we don't have them in front of us at least. But uh, Texas, you know, and Florida for that matter, those southern states seem to think that the world can just go on without any, uh, you know. We could, they can kind of pretend that COVID is not happening, if you want to yeah. put it that way, without getting too ragers. much into it. Yeah, I call them ragers. So when you told me this story, I was very surprised to hear that. It's good to hear. We'll yep. see uh, as the season goes along here if how, you know, if that continues to be the case. But yeah. for that particular instance, I agree that's a good flex. Uh, good to see people using common sense, even if, you know, this is not coming from uh, the team necessarily. The team is opening. No, the team it. is the one that opened the stadium up. But the actual governor of Texas was the one that kind of opened everything up and saying, Basically, this is over. You guys can go back to your normal lives. So that's good it, to see man. that some people still have some common sense. The organization, you know, put out that forbidden fruit and a lot of people just didn't take it. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. When, are you, when do you think you'll be ready to go back to an outdoor stadium? Oh, boy. Uh, like when you get the vaccine or are you going to wait a bit longer? I mean, I, I think being vaccinated is definitely a start. I'd say... I'm not big on numbers. I'm more on 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 scientific actual reports. Right. But right. in that case, uh, it depends on the on, on the rules and the safety precautions that are taken. I I'd probably wait for even another year. I don't you know. I'll wait yeah. through this summer and see what. I, maybe maybe late summer I'll consider it. But at well, the time, well, the only being, thing we're going to is CFL games, and we're not even sure if that's happening yet. So we'll see exactly. what happens. Exactly. So we'll we'll see. Yeah. So I'll be uh, I'll be very quick with a flop. Uh, yeah, flop my it. flop goes to this whole Kevin Durant, Michael Rappaport situation. If you're mm-hmm. unaware, Michael Rappaport um, posted some messages that KD had sent him privately, some pretty vile and threatening messages, I might add. Uh, the flop is just all around. Uh, KD just can't seem to get out of his own way when it comes to this stuff. And he didn't necessarily ask for it this time, but the fact that he is spending time out of his day going into people's direct messages to send this kind of stuff is pretty sad for a guy who's been an NBA, NBA MVP, an NBA champion, an NBA finals MVP, an all-star for pretty much every year he's been in the league, uh, one of the faces of the of the NBA, and a guy that a lot of people look up to, and it's just kind of sad to see. You know, I know KD wants to be KD, and yeah, you're allowed to have a personality, you're allowed to be out there, but there's certain things that, you know, just aren't necessary. And, uh, you know, granted that Michael Rappaport was the one on the receiving end of those messages, you know, I don't, I got a problem with that kind of stuff being aired out, I guess, when it's a bit different when it comes to, you know, threats and stuff. But yeah, uh, from all accounts, uh, this is something that has gone both ways. And there was not really a reason for it to get out there to begin with, in my opinion. So the whole situation, uh, kind of a waste of uh, the collective public's time, in my opinion, and yeah. not something that we should be focusing on as we head down the stretch run of the NBA season. So that's my flop of the week. The whole KD and Michael Rappaport situation. Like the only beef I want between with an NBA player is beef between NBA players, and it's on the yeah. court. You know what that's I mean? It. So that's where I'm at. No, that's it. That's that's an accurate flop, and like that. And in a way, it's like kind of like a double flop on each of them because right. I mean, like KD. The flop I, goes both I, ways. I, I it's a flip flop. <laughs> it's a flippity flop. Uh, but no, I, I like if if you're KD, like I get it. You you want to speak out. You want to be heard. But like you have to remember what you represent, like you said, the people who idolize you, who, who looks at you and is influenced by you. And then something like that comes like you, you have a responsibility in a way as a superstar in any major league. And I I think this kind of breaches that sort of unwritten rule of what you, how you should 
representing yourself. Again, at the same time, Rappaport should, shouldn't, I've never made this public. I I, I get it's it's very threatening. Like it's it's severe. It's aggressive to a right. certain extent. But I, I still don't think you should air it out no. either, because uh, that that that's another blunder on on in my opinion. So yeah, double flop, man. That's just both of them. Just nah. Kuji quickfire. Okay, Madge, we've come down to the wire. It's only the Kuji quick fire left. Uh, you ready to blaze through this one? Let's do it. All right, it's going to be a big one. Here we go. Start the clock. After three big trades involving the Dolphins, Eagles, and 49ers, which NFL team came out the biggest winner? In a moment, I got to go with my Finns. They've turned Laramie Tunstall into four first-round picks, several seconds, and they're going to turn it into some great players this draft. But if the 49ers get their QB of the future and he turns into a stud QB, you got to go with the Niners. But in the present moment, it's Miami. See, I was on the same wavelength as you for a second, but I'm going to go hard 49ers right now because they're most likely getting uh, Justin Fields or maybe Zach Wilson, depending on how the Jets pick. And I have a little bit of interest on that one. Uh, I think that's your go-to guy. I, I don't care what you say. Yeah, they gave up a lot of picks from a lot of firsts. But the thing that touched over the edge for me was, was the second trade the Dolphins made with the Eagles, I, I don't see the purpose of, of that that move. You could have easily gotten a weapon up front at 12 as opposed to 6. I, I don't think you needed that. Miami got an extra first and an extra third for moving down three slots along with everything else they've gotten from this trade and the trades they've made in the past two years. The asset management has been phenomenal and until I see the quarterback do something for San Fran, it's hard to argue that Miami didn't win this, the, these trades. Yeah, but see, that's what I'm saying. Had they not made that, that second trade, which in turn, they lost another first rounder just for six spots i would have said probably the dolphins but i i think that move was was off the mark fins up baby all right master the 2021 pga masters tournament is back sets a tee off on thursday april 8th next week so who do you got taking home the green jacket i am gonna go with my boy Brooks Kepka. Why? I think he's on a, a nice trend uh, so far uh, in we'll, we'll, we'll say the abridged version of the of the PGA this year. Uh, he finished first at the Phoenix Open. He finished second in Florida at the Workday Championship. I think this trend is in 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 sort of a nice path for him. And on top of it, he's ranked uh, lucky number thirteen on the PGA's money list. So I'm I'm going with the, with the numbers on this one. Yeah, Kepka always comes to play in the big tournaments. He's really solid in majors. I got to go Rory McIlroy. I know it's not necessarily the popular pick right now, the way things have gone for Rory, but. This is the last thing he needs to complete the career Grand Slam. He's going to get it eventually. Why not this year? Oh, going with Rage and Rory over there. Okay, you think he's going to gonna come back for, uh, for an encore there for his career? Rage and Rory. He's one of the calmest guys on tour. He's this little Irish dude that's just chilling it's, all the time. No, it's it's his play, not his, his demeanor. All right. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, I don't know. I just got a feeling it's hard to handicap these things. I mean, you can go with the odds and take chalk with DJ or Bryson DeChambeau, but Bryson's uh, length on the course doesn't really translate to the Masters, I don't think. So I'm going to go Rory. Uh, he's a big, uh, you know, him and Tiger have had, uh, in, like, uh, I guess, a bond or whatever. They're both Nike guys, but everything that's gone on with Tiger. We yeah. saw Justin Thomas perform well after Tiger's accident. I wouldn't be surprised if Rory kind of channels his inner Sunday red at Augusta next week and pulls something uh, special off at the Masters because the Masters are always special. So why not have a special moment for a guy who's been uh, – uh, waiting for this moment his whole career. I got you. I got you. Okay, so you're going. You're going with heart. I'm going with numbers. Uh, I'm gonna stay out of the drink and go with Brooks. 
All right, Madge. Italian soccer powerhouse Inter Milan have recently rebranded their badge. Is it better or worse? I'm a fan of it. It's modernized. The Nerazzurri is, you know, literally what the logo is. They finally went just black and blue. It's clean. It's fresh. It brings them into the 21st century in a, in a powerful way. I like it. I think it's good. So I'm going to say this. Uh, the timing is good because unlike the impact, Inter is actually winning games before they decided to rebrand which is a smart move. However, the design, I'm not feeling it. Multiple reasons. First of all, there's no more gold in the logo, which a lot of uh, Inter Ultras right. are not happy with. But where's the star that indicates their their 10 plus uh, Scudetto wins in Serie A? Where's the star? Ah. Yeah, fair enough. You're a, you're a big Inter fan. I'm not going to necessarily argue with you on it. I'm just saying aesthetically, I'm looking, you know, I've been looking at all the other logos they've had and they're all very nice. Some of them are nicer than others, obviously. Definitely a, a far cry from the snake they had in the in the eighties oh, there, but yeah, um, I don't know. I'm a I'm a fan of the minimalist look. I think it's solid. I think it'll translate well to uh, the jersey on the pitch. So I have a couple T-shirts with that. It's a dragon, by the way, not a snake, but but oh, close sorry. enough. But um, look at this carefully. Uh, if you look carefully, the way the I and the M are placed, doesn't it look like in white you're spelling out the word tit? Well, now that you said it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there, there's another issue for me. <laughs> Nerazzurri tit. <laughs> All right. Well, Kuji uh, just went tits up, ladies and gentlemen. All right, Mastro, another edition of Kuji Quickfire under the buzzer, as usual, right on time. How'd you feel about uh, episode 19 of the podcast? Episode 19. That's your hockey number, isn't it? That's correct. That's right. Uh felt good. I feel bad we didn't mention it for episode 11 because that's Editor Z's number. So sorry, bud. We, it just, it came to, it came to mind just now. My bad. Yeah. We're almost at 24 also. So all three of our numbers will be represented shortly. Which means we should get a pic of us in our jerseys up shortly on the Instagram. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. I'm, I'm with that. I'm with that. So yeah, okay. show, um, we, we finished off Kuji Quickfire with some soccer talk. Yeah. Obviously you're a big Inter fan, but more on the national scale, the international scale rather. Everyone's talking about Euro qualifiers. Yeah. I'm sure we'll be talking about the Azuri at some point. But yep. closer to home, some disappointing news when it comes to the Olympics. Oh, yeah. So good good thing you mentioned actually mentioning uh, Azzurri for a second. Uh, Italia smashing Lithuania the other day. No doubt. Solid win for the... I mean, it's Lithuania. This is going to happen. And didn't Germany there. take a huge upset loss to Macedonia, uh, if I'm Yeah, uh, that was a shocker. Like, good for them. Yeah, I hope they get buried, man. I, I saw don't care. some Macedonian guy just rode his team put a bunch of random bets on them and won thousands of dollars because the odds were so good. There's good always that a story. Guy. There's always yeah, a story that like guy. that every year, you know, and then good for him. I wish it was me. What do you want me to tell you? <laughs> but, uh, but I'm sure no. that game is played 99 times or hundred times. Germany it's, wins it's the other 99, 99 times. Yeah, I know for yeah. sure. That's it's a fluke. It has to be. Um, but going on your point about uh, the Olympics, uh, we got no Canada or U S presence in the Olympics uh, coming up the summer Olympics. Uh, Canada losing what to a 2-0 to Mexico and then the U.S. losing 2-1 to Honduras means they're both out. So no Canada, no U.S. in the Olympics. A little strange. Usually at least the U.S. makes it, if not both. But oh, it's going to be a bit weird. I mean, I'm not... It's, it's the Olympics. I get it. And I, I feel like the U.S. team was kind of uh, not putting as much effort, I'd say, into their... Obviously, the guys wanted to make it, but it, it seemed as though based on management decisions that the effort wasn't really there to make it right. to a certain extent it's okay we'll have the women's team go on a run 
Oh yeah, for sure. Not that's, worry about that. That's them. gonna be a US Canada showdown right there. I'm, for sure, I feel for it's sure. From the start, yeah, for sure. And then, I think I'd and rather then that watch gives us something to watch. I think I'd rather watch that matchup than the men, anyways. Just based on the, yeah. the talent level on both sides, right? As it stands, I mean, Alfonso Davies is great. I don't even know if he would go to the that's Olympics. One guy. Kind of, it's one guy. Kind of, though. Right. Exactly. So, um, Masho, the people can find us on Twitter at MajMashoPod, on Instagram at MajMashoPodcast. Mastro lived up to his end of last week's bet with a phenomenal dance that blew us out of the water. Um, quite frankly, exceeded all my expectations. Man of my word. So my question is, how many hours in front of the mirror did you practice that particular dance? <laughs> so I'll give you this. No mirror. Okay. No mirror required, but I, I'll give it a solid half an hour. I'm not going to be all dead right. serious. I gave it yeah, a solid it, half it was, an hour. It, was, it wasn't long. But you could tell you knew what you were doing. It didn't look freestyle. Like like it I did look freestyled, no, but it also looked like you had a, a plan in mind and you yeah the executed choreography was freestyle. But I, I had an idea going on. I mean, yeah, I replayed the song you know a good like forty times and like did it over and over and over until I I kind of got what I wanted to do. But you know, man of my word, you gave me you gave me the bold there because you nailed your prediction and I you, I got to do it. There's it there, man. No, I uh, it was definitely much appreciated to to watch and to see you. Uh, hold up your end of the bargain. I knew you would. And I knew you'd come in with some fire. And that's exactly yeah, what you did. Yeah. If you haven't seen it on Instagram at Madge Master Pod, uh, at Madge Master Podcast. I always get confused between the two. Yeah. Uh, like and subscribe if you haven't already on your favorite podcast streaming network platform, yeah. whatever it's called. Platform, Apple, Spotify, platform's Google, good. Yeah, platform's Anchor, good. Stitcher. Gonna have to be uh, careful. Yeah. Hey, we're gonna have to be careful because uh, some people are gonna start asking us to do a TikTok now. So let's see. We're, we're about to turn 30 year. I don't think there's going to be a TikTok account in our future. I think you have I mean, to be I, uh, under 17 to have a TikTok account do these you days. But do you? You know what? I, you, you, you get the gist of what I'm saying. But Oh, yeah. It's not happening. I mean, I'm just saying so, sorry to the, to the like three people who requested it, but it's not. It's the probably not going to happen. Mastro, Mastro will gladly organize that for you. And <laughs> I'll make it a personal endeavor of mine. But make uh, <laughs> it become a TikTok star while we're, while we're at it. Love to see that. So follow us there. Uh, thank you to Editor Z. Thank you for everyone listening. Yep. Any final words there, Mastro? Uh, I'm just going to go out and say uh, it's it's looking good. Life is looking good. I think I think we're starting to hit the, the upswing here. I hope so. I hope you're right. The weather's getting a bit nicer. It was freezing yesterday. Oh, it's cool. I mean, we we, we got quote unquote snow. I mean, it, it melted as it yeah. hit the ground, but still. I still barbecued still last night. I still barbecued last night. Hey, wait, did you fix your barbecue? I did fix the barbecue. Okay, so it was just you. Who just call me uh, who, Bob just, the Builder. Or like Bob the screwed up the barbecue in the first place? Yeah, or? probably. Probably <laughs> that's more accurate. But yeah, we got it working. We got back in, back in the BBQ. Uh, summer's around the corner. And you know what that means? Hopefully one of these days we'll all be able to hang out, probably still distance, but at least hang out in public. Maybe go for a oh, bike yeah. ride or something. Hit the <laughs> rollerblades right. the roller blades out. That's You'll be it. taking your bike out soon. Definitely. And uh, yeah, things are looking good. I like I liked that positive outlook from you. For sure. I'm sure I'll be getting more of that next week. But until then, ciao for now.